0: Are you looking for a short, educational, and entertaining podcast your kids can listen to while you cook dinner, fold laundry, or just need a few minutes to yourself? Then check out Mysteries About True Histories by Starglow Media. It's so, so cute.
1: I listened to a few episodes, and when it was over, I was like, dang, that was really fun. It's made by the creators of the hit podcast Who Smarted and the Netflix show Brainchild, so these people know what they're doing.
0: As a little background info, every episode follows Max and Molly, who have just been recruited into a secret order of problem solvers, on an adventure through time, packed with puzzles, hidden equations, history, and laughs, making learning really cool.
1: The series explores themes like the stories behind math, critical thinking, code breaking, pattern solving, and more, so it's perfect for kids ages six and up. There's a new episode every Thursday, each filled with so much laughter that your kids won't even realize how much they're learning.
0: So tune into Mysteries About True Histories with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Couple Things. With Sean and Andrew. A podcast all about couples. And the things they go through. I think my voice is still recovering from like four weeks ago.
1: Yeah, this is wild. That's the first time I've heard that little crack in your voice. (laughs) But what an exciting episode this is. Because we are... Going over the highlights from last year to tease all the wonderful things that are gonna be happening this year on the show.
0: Yeah. Twenty twenty-three. Can you believe it?
1: I can't I can't wait for this year. There's so many exciting things, especially as we look back on last year. So let's hit some highlights of okay. what happened in 2022.
0: Uh, we went on tour for a couple things.
1: Does that seem like ages ago? Or it what?
0: seems like seven years ago. I don't believe that was last year.
1: We did six stops yes. over like a 10 day period. Yes. It was our first tour. We saw thousands of you. It was a blast. Honestly, that was one of the highlights of my year personally just because we could talk to a camera all day yeah. and to see the faces, hear the stories live from you was a real treat.
0: I think I'd like to do that again this year.
1: Wow, hot take. We have not discussed this. We
0: haven't discussed that.
1: That's my blood sugar.
0: Andrew's blood sugar is spiking. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> are you feeling okay? That's good to know. Okay, yes. Okay. Uh, I would like to do it again. I think it was so much fun. And I loved being able to meet you guys and do it in person. And I thought it was really cool to do it for a couple things.
1: I think there would be some things about the program that we would change and add and adjust. But I'm up for doing it again if you are. Me too. Not six shows in 10 days. So that was a little hectic.
0: That was a little crazy. Maybe like once a week. That'd be fun.
1: For the whole year? <laughs> that sounds wild.
0: That was a massive assumption. We
1: should think about this.
0: Yeah. Um, next.
1: We uh, expanded the network. Yeah. We launched them By network. a lot. So our whole mission when we launched our show was to start conversations based off of Sean and I's experience uh, dating, getting engaged, getting married, and raising young kids. And we realized that, my gosh, we can only tell one side of this story. We can only tell one small story, mm-hmm. and that's based off our experience. So how cool would it be if we welcomed other people into this network and use our production and use our studio and use all these different resources that we have so that they could tell their stories in hopes that some of you who have different experiences like adopting kids or have special needs kids or whatever it may be can relate to their stories and hopefully get some good conversation started there.
0: So with that, we welcomed about seven new shows, seven new families into the family made network. And we are obsessed with every single one of them. We love Their stories. We love their like foundations and who they are and their character and their everything that they're going to share. And it's just really cool.
1: And let me just say this if your top priority is to make millions of dollars or make a lot of money, this is not the place for you. If your top priority is to like spend all your time working and and waste your life that way, this is not the place for you. If your top priority is family though, and you want to have a fulfilling marriage, you want to have a Kids that you invest a lot of time in and are thoughtful with, this is a place for you. And all the shows that we have have these same values and have these same principles. So our goal here is to celebrate families uh, through entertaining and encouraging content. We do that with podcasts. We do that with YouTube. We do that with Instagram. That's our whole mission. And so we hope that you experience that and also uh, share with us your experience of family as well.
0: Okay, we're rambling on family-made. Yes. Other cool things you did this year. We got an official studio. Welcome. We finished the build. We finished the official studio for the podcast. We fin- finished our official office, and it has been awesome.
1: That's right. Other people are using the studio. This isn't just us. We have yeah. not only the shows in network, but uh, there's we've rented it out like, multiple times a month. People are coming in. I mean,
0: casually, Taylor Lautner and his wife, Taylor Lautner, were sitting in these chairs last week.
1: I did not know that Taylor Lautner is now married to Taylor. It's really confusing.
0: Yeah. Tay. Um, It's Tay and Taylor.
1: There you go. And that was really fun. So uh, not to brag, but Ben Rector came in here, one of our favorite musicians, and was like, the audio quality in here is crisp, Mm -hmm. and it's fun to welcome other people uh, into the studio. So that was the third big thing. Fourth, we we climbed.
0: Yes, to number one on the charts.
1: That's right. Did we hit number one? Yes. No, we hit number two. We hit one.
0: We hit number one. I didn't freaking know this. Sick.
1: Sick. Who? I did not know this. Lexi, if you don't have a screenshot, it we got happen. a lot of conversations <sighs> in me. That was in December, early December.
0: Well, and. We cli- hit one? We hit one. Do you know this? I, I- Caroline's <laughs> like, I don't know. But in doing that and climbing to number I do know we we climbed to number one on our, um, Category. Yes. I don't know if we climbed to number one overall.
1: How exciting is that?
0: Anyways, in doing that giveaway, though, because we got to number one, we did our largest giveaway ever, which was $10,000 cash.
1: How fun is that?
0: That was incredible.
1: And now on. Are you ready for this? To the coup d'etat. That's not the right word. I to don't To the think Magnus that. Opus. To the peak, the pinnacle. The biggest giveaway we've ever done.
0: Yeah. $10,000 cash.
1: I'm going to let you announce it.
0: Okay. These um,
1: are all randomly chosen. They are. So many of you participate in this. Thank you. We've already talked about doing another one soon. Probably focus around the newsletter. So keep an eye out on that. Um, this was really fun. This is like the best part of what we do. Am I just prefacing? Are you ready? I'm just going to keep talking until Sean's ready. I'm just
0: excited. I really wish we could talk to this person in, um, in person. But we'll be reaching out to you. The $10,000 cash giveaway goes to... Sam Eileen.
1: Sam Eileen. Do we have a handle for that? Or like a let's see. We don't. Congratulations, Sam. Uh, you know what? In a world of like all this flagrant, divisive, promiscuous content, how cool is it that this show where, you know, Sean will drop the casual F bomb. No, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm <laughs> okay. No. No, I'm kidding. We don't really use profanity and that's nice. We don't. And it's like, you know, we're we not say frick. we're not out here. Mudslinging, either it's just it's just
0: mudslinging.
1: Can Woo-hoo! I did not know that we were number one. Babe, that was
0: the whole thing.
1: I know it's top three. Remember, this is huge. Yeah.
0: What the fringe? What okay. the fringe?
1: Okay, that's crazy. All right.
0: Um. Okay. Last two things. We interviewed Drew for the first time. I've watched that interview probably a hundred times, and it is the sweetest. It's the sweetest thing ever.
1: What do you want to be when you grow up? Um, Elsa. That's what you want to be? Yeah. I think that's a great goal, True. You would be a beautiful Elsa. Yeah. Do you know how much Daddy loves you? Yeah. How much?
2: This much?
1: No, more than that.
2: This much?
1: More than that? This much? More than that? This much? No, I love you more than that. This much? Come on. I love you more. This much? There you go. I love you this much. Um, Are you ticklish? Um, no. Are you sure? Mm-mm. Are you sure? Mm-mm. What's your favorite toy? Elsa. Yeah, the 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 doll. Mm-hmm. If you had $20 to spend. Oh, there we go. Elsa. What would you buy if you had $20? Yo-yo. Yo-yos? Not Ariel. Ariel is what you would buy? Yeah. Hey, Drew. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking about? you're thinking about life the last thing that was a highlight that we launched was a newsletter yeah and so we realized like man we can only film so much content we hired a writer that now sends out two newsletters a week it's really fun content It's a lot of Q&A a a lot of you guys participate Um, and it's just another fun way for us to connect with you so overall the last 365 days were fantastic if you ask me
0: I'm glad very exciting
1: And if you, think, if you think about the next 365 days, I'm also excited. There's yes. a lot of fun things to come.
0: Yes. I think one of my favorite episodes that we did last year is we explained in depth what our goal setting process looks like. And I was thinking, now that it's 2023, we just did our goal setting last week. It took us four and a half hours. Um, but I feel like we should do another episode and actually share what a lot of our goals are. Um, and we have this whole system. We'll tell you how we do it. But we wrote out all of our goals for life. And back then when we wrote out our goals as it pertained to like finances and family and where we wanted to live and how we wanted to see our life, we noticed that we weren't living our life how any of our goals were written out. And that sounds dramatic, but it was basically like there were so many drastic changes we wanted to make in our life because we weren't necessarily not happy, but we just weren't living the life that we wanted. And now fast forward five years, it's cool. We go back and we read like our goals every year and they're getting more nuanced and more specific and they're actually reflecting what our life looks like.
1: And we're able to do that because we've, we've the first year we set some wildly different goals and what we were living. So we were way off. But then when we revisited our goals the next year, we were able to be like, hey, you know what? Uh, Hanging out with friends five days a week was realistic. But I do think that one or two times a week, is something that we're interested in. And so you're able to just kind of tweak and do maintenance on those goals uh, after you already have a foundation set.
0: Well, and I think something we have learned over the past five years in doing the goals is that you, we, everyone, you're offered so many opportunities on a daily basis. Do you want to go hang out with your friends? Do you want to hang out with your family? Do you want to go to the movies? Do you want to... Have a date night or cook in. Do you want your kids to go to preschool or not? Do you want to like, yeah. there's so many choices that you can make on a daily basis and you can get so lost so easily in saying yes to things that don't really suit you. But in the moment you don't know why you should say yes or why you should say no. Yeah. And something we've noticed in doing our goals as a family is that it's made those daily choices a lot easier for us because even though it might seem like a really small choice, If you make a small choice every single day of the year, it ends up changing your entire lifestyle.
1: Yeah, a lot of things have changed. So we did, uh, we're did. we going to do an episode on grief. There's. It's been a wild couple of weeks with just a lot of stuff happening personally. Uh, you may or may not know my dad passed away suddenly two weeks ago, um, two weeks and a day ago. And so we're going to be walking through that. But in light of all these kind of personal experiences, I feel like our goals, our approach to goals, just our general perspective on what's important in life is as clear as it's ever been. And would like to share that with you if there's interest. So if if you would like to hear that episode, let us know. Um, and also, if you listen to last year's uh, goal setting episode and you reach some of these goals, yeah, we would love to hear these successes. Should we do like interviews and like hear? Because a lot of, we got a lot of feedback on that goal episode. Be fun. We should yeah. like get some people on the horn and be like, Yo, Bob, how'd it go?
0: On the horn, your lingo today, fringe horn.
1: I know. I agree. Did you read I'm Urban pull- Dictionary? I'm last pulling time? out words from. I don't know, even know where they're coming Are from. Are
0: you trying to be like cool dad or something?
1: No, it's the first word that comes to mind. French. No, I said French. What the French?
0: Oh, that's even weirder. Okay,
1: anyway. Let's review another episode on top of the goal setting. Yes. Another <laughs> one of the most popular episodes was Things We Wish We Knew Before Getting Married.
0: Here's my thought. And this is, this is my thought on Andrew and I's relationship and marriage because we got married young. My thought is when you're dating someone, You're constantly trying to impress them. You're holding out little details and little parts of you because you always kind of want to have that impression. And you always want to have that guard up a little bit just in case you get broken up with that you didn't fully give yourself to that person. And then you get engaged. And I feel like it's a little bit the same thing. You aren't quite married, but you're more than dating. So you might get a little bit more raw and real and a little bit more vulnerable, but you're still saving up that impress like. Impressing each other to where you aren't really giving your whole self to them But then you get married and you spend the rest of your life together and there's no break time You're living together. You're sharing a household. You're sharing kids like all of these things and you get to see qualities good bad and ugly of Your hard times your good times and there's none of that like impression anymore. It's just you and I feel like our premarital counselor tried to give us a window into that, which helped.
1: Yeah. And, but that's, what's so beautiful about marriage is that there, there is the, the foundation for you to be fully you. And that's unlike any other mm-hmm. relationship structure out there, which is why we're like marriage hype men. Um, so we're big fans. If you are engaged or in that process of like vetting a spouse, premarital counseling is, extremely useful and Sean and I talk about it all the time about how big of an impact it made for us to really know how to be sensitive with each other, to understand each other in like a deeper way and to have discussions and arguments in a productive, healthy way. Cause, mm-hmm. cause arguments, I feel like as I've gotten older, I've realized that, Hey, if we're arguing, that means that there's like an outcome that we want changed and uh, you know, all these things like just, dramatic emotions and whatever unhealthy arguing habits that we all bring into a relationship. A lot of times we can do away with all those, but you have to identify them first. So the highlight of that was that conflict is not a bad thing. Uh, the way you resolve conflict does matter. It does make a difference.
0: Premarital counseling and just marital counseling in general is highly, highly encouraged and recommended. It was actually in our goals this year is we wanted to find, um, like a marriage counselor that we can go to consistently. Yeah. Just to like help.
1: The maintenance costs are going to be lower than, you know, full damage control. So also I actually had my cousin told me that investing in his marriage is by far the greatest ROI he has in any aspect of life.
0: Such a business analytical guy. Well,
1: he's, he's started a couple companies himself and it's like
0: (laughs) the best ROI. Why are you laughing at that? I, I think just it's a good love you.
1: I just think it's a good perspective. Like, oh, uh, you're like worried about these other things. All right. What I forgive.
0: think is funny is within our marriage, it's just bit be- becoming more and more apparent every year how not how you just don't <laughs> like to even use words that describe feelings. But if you were to say, you know what, I'm vested in my marriage and it was the greatest <laughs> ROI. It's your way of being like, you know what? That was that made me feel good.
1: What you're trying to say is you love me? I love you. We did an episode called I've been married to three different people, which <laughs> is a fun one. Um, wait, well, wait. We haven't launched that one. We have not No, I don't think so. We're
0: gonna I don't have think to. we've launched it. That was funny.
1: But it's the whole like, concept of like, you know, marriage if you if you do it, right? You're supposed to end up a different person than what you walked in being. And the responsibility is to make sure that, that person who's at the end of the line is better, more well-rounded, more caring, thoughtful, respectful than you were when you started. So that's kind of the, the MO there. What but, was the
0: episode we did where we were in a fight live on air?
1: Um, I think it was arguments. It was literally, <laughs> a, it was, isn't that what it was? Today we're talking about. The most common things we fight about Mm -hmm. (laughs) and well as fate would have it we're hot and heavy right in the middle of one i think this is the first broad stroke what we often argue about sean and i both get really excited about things and i tend to commit to things and when i commit to things i'm a bad uh communicator in the sense Period. that like, hey, it's three days from now and we could easily change the time for this, but I don't really communicate that. So,
0: And you book like 10 things in the same hour and you're like, it's fine. We can easily make all of them and we can never make all of them. So we always look bad.
1: Let's talk about Sean's issues for a little bit
0: now. Let's do it.
1: <laughs> I don't have any.
0: I'm perfectionist. <laughs> I have very high expectations. And I get very frustrated when we don't fulfill them.
1: The great thing is uh, I do think we're getting better at arguing. Don't you? No. <laughs> I feel like this morning was a huge win. I said something that was out of line. And then we were like. What would you right. say? That was out of line. Um, Oh, I was like, hey, let's be precise in our speech. <laughs> and then I proceeded to use the word mud, mud flaps when I really meant just the general idea. It doesn't matter.
0: It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Andrew tends to argue factually. And if you ever misspeak, it's like, no, that's not the fact. And then today he didn't want me to use his own facts like against him. And he was like, oh, that's interesting.
1: So I do think though it's a good policy. And we talk about blanket statements all the time to try to be as precise in speech as possible. Yeah. Anyway, but we do feel like marriage is the best thing ever despite all the conflict that may occur. Uh, another episode we did was the Instagram episode with Susan Drum. Yes. It's fun.
0: Because <laughs> I, I even know there's been times like within our marriage where I'll bring something up and it'll be like small and small and small until it gets to a point where I'm like, no, this is an issue that we have to work on. And he's like, where did this come from? This is like nothing. Like I there's. Yeah, it just sounds right.
1: Good. This is good. This is, no, this is really helpful. It's honestly, it reminds me of like marriage counseling where you go in and like, may, maybe they're not spot on, but it doesn't like the main point is not to get it a hundred percent correct as much as it is like, hey, well, it sparked interesting conversations, and then also it gives you the vocabulary or like the grid to actually n- understand like, oh, maybe I am being. You know, a little bit more like this quality than this quality. And Sean needs that quality. And so anyway.
0: Are you just not wanting to be boxed in, babe? Uh,
1: (laughs) Don't box me in. Get me out of here, man.
0: Yeah. It was a lot of fun. I I felt like it was interesting hearing from her because everyone knows that finding the perfect t-shirt with like the quality and the fit is near impossible. I told you guys that I found Skims while I was pregnant. And now postpartum, I found the best nursing bra known to mankind from Skims. Well, they've outdone themselves again because they now have the perfect t-shirt, especially postpartum with a changing body. I can guarantee you, you won't find a t-shirt like it. I love also that Skims has a fit for everyone from the long t-shirts to the cropped. They truly have like sizes and qualities and styles shop the skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x after you place your order select podcast in the drop down menu select couple things to let them know we sent you have a good one she went down this whole route of like compatible and not compatible enneagrams and there was a slight moment there where we were like oh no we're not compatible yeah
1: but like we're, we're seven, like we're seven years into this thing so like we're
0: yeah. like oil and water, you know?
1: No, she did not say that. <laughs> but it was, we, we heard from a professional. Some people are super into Enneagram. Yeah. I would say I'm not one of those people, but it was interesting uh, just to put vocabulary to certain personality traits and patterns that people have. Uh, so anyway, should we, should we take these tests or explore more of these personality tests? We did that with our premarital counseling, like took all the Myers-Briggs, we took the Enneagram, we took like four or five different ones, would I be think, curious to hear your perspective. That would be
0: interesting to take just for the heck of it.
1: Yeah. Why not? What else have we done?
0: Yeah. So our best performing episode of the year. Not no shock there. Was third baby talk. Mm. Yeah. Okay, babe. Third baby. What are your thoughts?
1: So first of all, <laughs> let me just start with saying i'm in favor i know would love it i I love babies never thought that i would like babies this much but my (laughs) gosh it's my favorite
0: i adore babies i adore our children i love the whole i love being able to be a parent so i would say before we start unpacking everything yeah i'm in favor too
1: oh my gosh you
0: know this
1: no i didn't
0: yeah oh my gosh you know this
1: well You go back and forth because it's more taxing on you, to be honest, than it is on me.
0: So this is probably going to be more of an episode of me just giving you the honest opinion of myself and pregnancy and babies. But let me start with a laundry list of reasons why I am on the fence and I'm 50-50. So after we had Drew, or let's back it up even further. When we had our miscarriage, I knew while it was happening, while I was pregnant, while we were losing that baby, um, that I wanted to try again. Like, I knew I wanted <clears throat> to try to get pregnant okay. and to have a baby if we could. Um, we then got pregnant with Drew, and we had a little, a couple of scares throughout that pregnancy and through that delivery, um, but Drew came to us, and she's amazing, and I knew the second we had Drew, I was like, we're going to go again. I know this. And then we got pregnant with Jet (laughs) and it was a great pregnancy, great birth. He's the best in the entire world. But after Jet, for some reason, I just had this feeling of was like, I don't know. I don't have that same feeling of like, I know we're going to try again.
1: It is tough. I feel like in some ways we lucked out by having a boy and a girl. Right. Yeah. So there's part of us. Which
0: we would have been perfectly 100%. just as happy. Yeah
1: yeah, yeah. But yeah. yeah, But still the question of, Oh, what would it be like to have a boy yeah. or a girl if we only had one of each? Yeah. Is answered. Like now we have that iteration of a child in that version. Yeah. So that's one thing where we, we already have a boy and a girl. The yes. other thing is just the, Terrifying process. Yeah. The whole thing is.
0: That's, I think, not to cut you off, but I think that's what scares me the most is I have such incredible faith in the miracle of life, and we're so strong in our faith. And I learned how to get through the miscarriage, I learned how to heal through that. But we've been so incredibly blessed with two babies. It's like finding that faith to be even stronger and go through that process again. I'm terrified of having another miscarriage. I'm terrified of complications in pregnancy. I'm terrified of the complications in delivery. And even though I got through that with both Drew and Jet and everything turned out okay, like it, that really scares me. That it, really scares me.
1: So just to unpack that a little more, you have the, unknown of are we able to get pregnant yes the unknown of how long it will take to get pregnant yes the unknown of how healthy the pregnancy will be the unknown of how healthy the baby will be Mm -hmm. then the unknown of parenting and who the child is is just like there's so much there So there's so much that could go wrong yeah but my perspective has changed recently where it's like, oh, it's all part of the story. It's like it now to me, having been a father twice over now, mm-hmm. it's like things are going to go wrong. Mm-hmm. And it's just how, what do you learn from that? How do you have that change your perspective and decisions moving forward? And how do you move forward from it? So it's like, because the, there's always going to be something that goes wrong. Yeah. So it's not just like a useless exercise trying to mitigate all those i'm excited (laughs) no announcement yet freaked
0: out no baby yet guys
1: um but it is interesting just to think through and this is what we talked about like how is that going to change our life i tell you what kids are great they they put they make you put in work though they do so that's i just
0: have accepted we'll never sleep again
1: That's not true. Dude, Jet's at a great spot right
0: now. Jet's at a great spot. He's wild. He, I don't know how a one-year-old does this, but we've traveled quite a bit in the past three weeks and seen a lot of different people just given life events. And he has somehow been able to make, like, a very long-lasting reputation for himself within, like, the first couple hours of meeting people.
1: Which is being... Just the most sweet, tender, but wild kid around. I'm excited to see. I'm excited to get to know him better. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we're excited to talk about growing our family and would love to have you along for that journey as well. It was fun. Speaking of the tour, we saw someone live who came up. They pulled us uh, off stage. They didn't pull us off stage. They pulled us aside after the show. and They said, hey, I just want to let you know, Like you sharing your miscarriage story really resonated with me. And help me process mine. She had just had a miscarriage. We heard from her last week. Yep. She's pregnant. Again. And how exciting is that? So we're yes. doing this together. And I love it.
0: I know. And it was really cool. I felt like to see her feel so comfortable and excited and feel connected enough with us to, one, share her miscarriage. But then to be so excited to come back around and tell us she was pregnant was really, really special. It's
1: good stuff, man. Um, we also did the end of this channel as you know it, which was kind of us talking about how we're Dramatic. expanding the show. So we have, um, what, what are some of the shows? What's up, beautiful people. We have never TMI. We have, uh,
0: first have class fatherhood, First Class
1: fatherhood, Ellie and Jared agree, agree to, to disagree. disagree and more coming soon. Yes. Uh, again, with the hope and desire that some of you who maybe don't have the exact same story or experience as Sean and I can, resonate with these other stories. And so, more to come.
0: feel like three years ago, we made an announcement that we were starting a podcast. um, And three years later, we're going to make an announcement that we are starting Family Made.
1: That's right. I am freaking pumped for today.
0: I feel prepared for this one. I was not prepared for the podcast.
1: We have been stumbling through this whole process, just kind of walking through the dark blind, not really know what we're doing. But I feel like there's a clear vision and we're excited to share it with you all because you all are the reason that we're doing it so today is super special and exciting because it is about the project that we have been working on and building in one degree or another for the past like two and a half years
0: yeah it's a dream we had a long time ago when we started social media and we started kind of documenting our lives and kind of our whole mission with it and it's finally coming to light, which is really, really exciting. So we are going to spend this episode telling you about family made media, what it is, how it got started. And bringing on the current team of people. Yeah, it's your first time Let's getting go. to meet the people behind Look
1: the camera. At this Everyone's so nervous <laughs> 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 and also
0: confused. <laughs> oh, they're like, "Why did we agree uh, to be here?"
1: Oh but- man, <laughs> <laughs> we did. We actually did
0: not. Nobody agreed. Oh. Nobody knew. I actually, reflecting on this one, I think one of my favorite episodes we did was our biggest flaws. Yeah. I do, because we always talk about we love being reflective and stuff, and I felt like we were, we navigated that conversation well, because I feel like that could have gone really bad really quickly, and yeah, I th- I've really enjoyed it. It felt like our monthly checkup. I, I've always been pretty aware of my, like, perfectionism issues, I would say, um, but I do notice them at times, with like, within our marriage and being a parent I am way too hard on myself and when I get hard on myself I get down and when I get down I get defensive and it's just a perpetuating cycle mm. and it never ends well so I think working on that kind of going back to the beginning of this episode and we were saying you kind of have to be very self-reflective and work on yourself before you can ever criticize someone else I think it makes it easier for me sometimes to be like, oh, if only he was doing this, it would help, or if only so and so did this better, it would help when it's actually like a me problem.
1: I think as we get older, like the number of commitments that we have grows. And especially as we have kids and those commitments like really expand, mm-hmm. the, the list of commitments grows. Uh like I used to be able to overcommit us collectively. And it not really be a problem, like, oh, we could fly to New York today and then LA tomorrow and then this
0: I think it might have still been a problem. No,
1: it was, but it <laughs> but it the problem yeah. exposes itself way more when, when you have kids. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because someone's left at home with the kids for X amount of time or whatever.
1: This this feels like a sore spot. <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. Okay. I will say too, a flaw that we both carry and we have to work at constantly is we're both very stubborn. And
1: what are we speaking for each other or for yourself? I'm speaking for. I don't see a list <laughs> of mess. our collective. Just speak for yourself, bro. No, this is a
0: collective thought. A collective <laughs> flaw. A collect. W- would you agree? What just
1: happened? I touched you. <laughs> I'm
0: trying to give it back. I think a collective flaw for both of us is we're stubborn. We both have very very strong opinions. We're very independent. We're very driven. And <laughs> what?
1: are you speaking for me now? I don't, did we transition to?
0: <laughs> Let me finish.
1: Use the pronoun I. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: you
1: just say it.
0: No, are you serious? No, (laughs) this is a perfect example.
1: You're out of bounds.
0: (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Uh, Case in point, I'm too stubborn to say we. (laughs) He's too stubborn to accept it. (laughs) (laughs) that's gold dude
1: (laughs) hey Andrew I'm crying would you say you're stubborn Uh, (laughs) 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 let me speak for my own (laughs) let me speak for my own self I have tears in my (laughs) eye
0: okay so the Uh. next section says think of of something or a few (laughs) things you view as a flaw in the other person Andrew, I would say <laughs> you are stubborn. What I was gonna say is we're both stubborn. We have opinions worst. Hot headed, not hot headed, strong headed. Strong willed. Strong willed. Just like you witnessed.
1: Hard headed, strong willed. There we go. Yeah. I remember I remember that episode. That was fun. What I learned was you're really hard on yourself. You know? Yeah. And that you're stubborn.
0: We all knew that. (laughs) How are you?
1: Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Uh, But it is, this is one thing I had a revelation on last year. Like self-reflection or prayer or meditation, whatever you want to call it, goes a long way. So being aware of your flaws and helping your spouse with grace and a dose of truth, work through their flaws. Man, that's a, that's a fun place to be. Not always fun. It's an important place to be. Anyway, speaking of that, of lessons we've learned, the episode about things we want to teach our daughter about body image. Yeah. I feel like that resonated with a lot of people reading through the comments.
0: I think there is a systemic flaw in our entire world around asking for help because people think you have to have a problem before you go seek help. And I think it should be the other way around. We've talked about this with marriage counseling. It should be considered maintenance and education before it's ever considered like a lifeline. And I think there are a lot of people out there who are struggling deeply with some sort of relationship to food that's negative that need like emergency help or a lifeline um, when it comes to like a dietitian or a nutritionist or a psychologist or a psychiatrist, whatever it is. But I truly think for anybody out there the more education you have around nutrition and diet and psychology the better so whether it's doing a session a year with someone who is very educated in that area i would say is a is a huge benefit that you can like it's a It's a gift you could give to your children.
1: We're rolling into this new year now and there's one resolution you can easily tackle to do some serious good in your life. That's change the way you buy meat with Good Ranchers.
0: Good Ranchers is the 100% American meat company that delivers the best cuts of beef, chicken, and seafood right to your door. And the best part is they source it all from local farms here in the US.
1: That last part is huge. They source it all from local farms here in the US. A lot of companies will ship it from international countries like Australia, wherever, Good Ranchers comes from the United States. But we are big fans of Good Ranchers. We even interviewed uh, the Spellmans who are the founders to talk about their mission and why why they got started with this company. But right now you can get over two pounds of chicken for free in every box for a year when you subscribe.
0: Let me tell you, Good Ranchers chicken will change what you know about chicken. It's pasture raised, triple trimmed by butchers so you don't have to prep it. And it's so tender and juicy, you won't believe it's the same meat you've been eating most of your life.
1: And for our listeners, you can get a year's worth of America's best chicken for free. That's $149 value, $149 value, when you subscribe to any box at GoodRanchers.com today. That's healthy protein to stock your fridge with all year long. Plus, you can get a bonus $20 off with our code EastFam at checkout.
0: If you want to start your year off right, then change the way you buy meat by switching to Good Ranchers. Make sure you subscribe today and use our code EASTFAM to claim your free chicken for a year and $20 off your first box. New year, new me. More like new year, new meat (laughs) with Good Ranchers. American meat delivered.
1: We'll also link it down below. Let's get back to it.
0: Yeah, I can do a bunch of those. Um, That was a fun one, hard one, serious one to talk about because it's like my biggest fear is seeing Drew grow up and go through some— similar things that I did with just like eating disorders and body image issues and self-confidence issues. But I'm so, I think about it every single day, how to raise her in a way so she has such understanding and like confidence on herself. Um, Yeah, it was, I thought that was a really good episode. That was fun. If you guys haven't heard that one, you have little girls or little boys, I really feel like you should go back and listen to it.
1: Sean's whole history with gymnastics and athletics, and then being in the limelight when she was twelve, just a whole different uh, viewpoint. And I appreciate you sharing your perspective there, babe. My personal favorite episode, though, you alluded to earlier, was interviewing Drew. So, it's so an idea we got from a friend where they interview their kids on their birthday every year, and then you're able to reflect back on it. So, we started that. And I wanted to formally interview Drew. She was into
0: it. She was totally into it.
1: She was like talking about how she's headed to work. She was talking about how she has to speak into the microphone and look into the camera. It was adorable.
0: I still can't get over the fact that you sat her down and you said, Drew, do you know what this is? And she's like, it's a microphone. And I was like, did you tell her that? And you said she like knew it.
1: Actually, someone pointed to the fact that I did interview her when she was two. It was not in the studio, Yeah. but maybe we should publish that at some point. That way we have it available. Do you know what this is? Mm-hmm. What is it? Oh, my microphone. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what that is?
0: A grandma.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. A lot of giveaways. We had some fun interviews with Stephen Curtis Chapman, with Ben Rector, with uh, Alec Lace, with who else did we interview? Um, did you have a favorite interview? The Spellmans? Mm-hmm. I love doing interviews. There's no other experience like having a one-hour block where your only focus is conversation. First of all, we have met once before. Do Mm. you remember this? I don't, Andrew. You
0: don't put someone on the spot like that. No. Well, now I definitely we're we're, we're close to this.
1: I thought he was going to say yes that he did,
0: Andrew Dean. But
1: no. Anyway, it was on one of your Monday morning calls. I was dropping off yes summit. i do remember and that I said, ben, no i, I totally do remember that 100 percent. okay and i interrupted so I, the I, awkward
0: I, I, person you remember screaming at you me. while you're on a business call is my husband no yeah
2: okay so yeah anyways <laughs> i've started answering that question honestly because i feel like <laughs> i can always tell that people can tell uh, if i try to like smooth it over They're, like yeah. do you remember whatever i'm always like not always. Sometimes I'd be like, "Yeah," and I yeah. can see the wheel, wheels yeah. turning with like you don't. Yeah. So I have just started just being like straight up. I'm like, oh, I don't remember that. Not that that happens to me all the time, but I do totally remember now that you said that.
0: You're driving a truck, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so yeah. I remember
2: yeah. I had yeah. my I think I had my headphones on, and this yeah. guy like pulled over, and I was like, "What's about to happen right now?" I <laughs> and like, what's up? But I, I, I recognized so, you immediately. I was like, "What's up, dude?" Because we uh, had talked on Instagram, and
1: I was like, "Oh, awesome." Because the reason we had talked on Instagram was I. I tried and I don't know how successful I was. I'll mm-hmm. let you determine this to, to write or sorry, to sing one of your songs, love like this, which yes. by the way, for those listening, if you have not heard this song, we're going to link it. it. It brings me to tears when I, when I listen to it with my kids, I played it on piano. You didn't make that song easy to play. No, it's, it's,
2: it's not an easy song. Yeah. <laughs> not an easy song.
1: But anyway, I, I recorded it or whatever. I sang it and uh, much anyway, much respect. Thank you. And yep. I think you said good job. Yeah. which I'll take <laughs> and, 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 and honestly, yeah.
2: anybody that's like, I'm, I'm so bad at trying stuff that I'm not, I don't feel like great about like anybody that's like, Hey, check this out. I'm like, that's sick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Very> <laughs> awesome. All right, real quick. How many times do you estimate we were asked over this break? If I was going to do one thing this year to help me establish healthier routines, what should I do? How many times do you think we were asked that question?
0: Uh, in our DMs, thousands.
1: Thousands and in person, a couple dozen. <laughs> yes. And our answer is always start taking AG1 on a daily basis. This is a part of our morning routine, It has been for several years now. I take it every morning with a glass of water. Sean, how do you do it?
0: I throw it in a smoothie or a glass of water, add some lemon to it, you should share some, that, like- You should share that recipe at some point. Yeah, you can throw it in anything, it's delicious.
1: But here's why it's our go-to response to that question of what should i do to be healthier it's because ag1 has 75 high quality vitamins minerals whole food source superfoods probiotics and adaptogens for your day you get all that with just one scoop
0: like if you were to go to a supplement store and buy your multivitamins and your probiotics and your prebiotics and your gut health and your immunity health and your metabolic health stuff you can like skip all of that and just drink AG1
1: and the quality of these supplements is top notch it truly is it only costs you three dollars a day and it's a little habit that you can add to your routine that can make a large impact in your health
0: to make it easy athletic greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune supporting vitamin d and five free travel packs with your first purchase all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash EastFam.
1: Again, that's athleticgreens.com forward slash eastfam to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. We'll link it down below and let's get back to it.
0: It's a lot of fun. We've gotten to meet a lot of really cool people and hear their stories. And I'm so excited for the new lineup that we have this year. I think it's going to be a great year.
1: We have some fun guests. We're going to have some repeat guests. And if there's anything that you want to see specifically in 2023, let us know. Uh, Topics you want us to cover shows that you maybe want us to build up and produce uh from maybe some of your like favorite tiktokers or whoever but uh the other thing we talked about is maybe doing seasons so instead of every week doing like two blocks of uh 20 episodes or something one now and then one in the fall uh that way it's just maybe more digestible but this community is large this community is powerful and we could change the world and i think we do it by focusing on Family, and so that's responsibility that you, I, and you listening have. I'm excited for this year. Me too. Anyway, that's all we got. I'm Andrew. I'm Sean. And the, we're the East Fam. Out. All right, real quick for all of those listening out there, we don't ask for a lot of favors. I don't think, babe, do we? No. But we're gonna ask you a favor today. All right, if you're listening to Couple Things Podcast on Apple Podcasts specifically will you please do us this short, quick favor?
0: We want to make sure you're staying up to date with our show, and Apple's latest iOS update has paused downloads for many listeners.